You're listening to episode 263 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I'm back with another solo episode. This will likely be my last solo episode of the year, apart from our weekly Fuel Your Life Friday series. Our calendar only has two spots open for the remaining half of 2021, and I'm shocked that this year has both played out in the podcast and in my personal life. Last week, we discussed the nine-year cycle and how it's played out in my life recently. If you missed that episode, go back and check it out because it flows into this podcast effortlessly. As I mentioned, within that podcast episode, you're now getting the full story of my move and how angel guidance, a lot of surrender, and walking blindly in faith opened up a whole new chapter for me. Before I share that story, here's your little reminder that we've got podcast merch. That's right, you can rep your favorite podcast with our signature t-shirts, long sleeve tees, tanks, hoodies, stickers, and mugs by visiting our shop section on mindbizlife.com. We also have a spiritual line of merch for everything from Awaken Your Soul Sunday to Mindful Mama gear to Spiritually Seeking and more. Remember that when you order, I want to see what you got. So DM me your photos or tag me in them on social media at MindBizLife. All right, are you ready to hear the full story of what's been going down and how in the world I ended up in Virginia? You know what to do. (laughs) Tune in, turn it up, let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another solo episode. I received such great feedback on last week's episode about my truth and vulnerability. Y'all also told me that the episode sounded great audio-wise as I recorded it in my walk-in closet, and well, I'm back in the walk-in and ready to share this story to be completely transparent. I had an entire episode laid out for today. I actually even recorded it, and last minute, I bagged it. I didn't feel right, and while I'm still going to share the story of moving, I also want to share an even more important lesson within it, which is surrender. Last year, on episode 179, Shereel Turner joined me to discuss how to surrender and release. It's funny because Shereel is also one of my personal mentors, and my friend. We talk about surrendering all the time in our personal and private conversations. I thought (laughs) that I knew what it meant to surrender. I really thought I understood it. In fact, in many ways, I thought I was doing it. But I was put to the test these past few months, to say the least. But before we get there, let's share the story of the move. I will say that this is not the full story. The full story really goes over a four-year time period, and something within me really kept me from sharing that full story. It's like it needed to be saved, but I'm going to share this part of it, and maybe one day we'll get the whole scoop. Depending on how long you've been tuning in, you may or may not know that over the years I've grown in leaps and bounds spiritually. As my spiritual journey becomes more intense, I began working with healers and readers who have all aided in my growth and healing while each teaching me something new. I often seek guidance from spirit. I recognize the spirit more as an angel through my medium readings. While I've had many readings, I'm talking probably eight in total that have given me hints to the events to come in my life. Last August, I had a reading that laid out in detail things that I couldn't even make up if I tried. This ultimately played into my lesson of surrender. 
Now, as a reminder, on last week's episode, I shared that the home I was living in in Florida was essentially falling apart. And while a move had kind of been in the works for a while, I thought that I was in the one who was going to control the move. It didn't really happen on my terms, per se. But let's back it up to the reading that I had in August of 2020. So the reading gave me a name of a horseback rider, and I'm not well-versed in equestrian, well, anything, but we Googled this woman's name and found that she had recently competed in an equestrian competition in Newmarket, England. My medium, who lives in England, told me that Newmarket is ground zero and birthplace for thoroughbred horse racing, but this meant absolutely nothing to me. Why in the world was Spirit telling me about this woman? Spirit continued to talk about the move and said that he, as Spirit, was getting busy getting the house ready. He said that the house would be on a quiet street. It would look like a castle, have a long driveway, have a connection to a campground. There would be mountains, but also a lake or creek. There would be a body of water. The address would have repeating numbers in it, and there would be horses. The kicker, Spirit said that when I see the house, I'll feel like I've been there before. So months now go by and we're in 2021. Another reading in February reveals that I'll be moving in July and I can't even see it at this point. I'm like moving where? Going where? Doing what? Like it just doesn't make sense to me with all of this information. I have no idea what it means. But Spirit also said that I need to pack and save. And Spirit also shared that I must go back to go forward. So when I asked if I could have another reading for more clarification, Spirit was very specific and said after 5-5, May 5th. So that reading was around February. Then late April of this year, 2021, we received a letter that our rent was being increased significantly. Now, I've been paying nearly double the price that I paid when I moved in, and yet everything was broken. We had rusted pipes, broken floors, backed up septic, illegal dumping of gray water use. It was insane. This was really my last straw with the house. I immediately start to put the word out to all of my local friends that I was in need of their aid and needed help finding a new place ASAP because I couldn't pay a higher price for broken things. But then I realized how stupid high the market is right now. I didn't want to buy at the top of a price point just to you know, have my home devalue potentially um, very soon. Not only that, but houses in Florida were being sold within days. So looked back at the rental market and I was shocked. I literally shocked to see that everything was about $400 to $700 more per month than my scheduled increase in my rent at the current home I was in. So I decided to write my landlords a letter agreeing to the increase by outlining over a four-page type letter that all the many things that were wrong with the house, including um, outlining the state law of how this was actually their problem to fix. The day after I sent my letter, I received a certified letter from the landlord stating that they were terminating the lease on July 14th. No reason given. So two days after that, the landlord sent me a text saying that they just received my letter and despite everything, the termination on the lease was still going forward. And I should mention that all this happened the week before May 5th, the week before Spirit said I could have another update, which a reading actually didn't even happen due to the mass amounts of impending chaos that just imploded the week before. So anyways, this letter, of course, sent off a mass search for a new home and 
fast. Over the course of eight weeks, we applied to 31 homes. And then I learned that most homes were being were receiving uh, like hundreds of applications within the days of being listed. So through the search, I kind of just kept in mind what Spirit said. You must go back to go forward. When you see it, it'll feel familiar. The awareness of this led me to kind of broaden my search area. My parents both urged me to consider to look close to them, but the areas they live in really just didn't feel right to me. I couldn't make sense of that. It just it didn't even feel right. It wasn't even just my logical mind. So then I began to look around a place that had once been home to me during my college years, and immediately when I was searching, I found this house. This house that had repeating numbers in the address, just like Spirit said. And when I saw it, there was just this knowing inside of me. There was this familiar energy. So I applied for the home on a Thursday, and that following Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the name Patty kept appearing in various ways for me. Never in the same way, just different ways. But by that Monday, I got a call from a real estate agent named Patty. She had received my application, but it sounded like other applicants were first choice as they weren't 900 miles away from the house. It all eventually worked in my favor when the others fell through and or didn't meet the requirements. I'm not really sure what happened, but Patty then called back to see if I could come view the house within the next two days. And I couldn't. Like I was like, uh, I'm in Florida. But one of my best friends, Holly, lived 3.9 miles away from the house. Maybe it's 3.8. I feel like she's going to get mad if I get this wrong. But regardless, she went to go look at it on my behalf. And this, my friends, is where the August 2020 reading all comes together. So when Holly arrives at the house, she FaceTimes me. The house is on five acres of land on a quiet street. My home is on one of the only paved portions of the road. And while on FaceTime, Patty told us that there are horses across the street. And this is when every single hair on my body stood up. I was taken back to the reading with the horseback rider. I didn't want to say anything in that moment to Holly, but I began to literally geek out inside. And I also began to listen very intently to everything else. So the house sits across from a creek. It's at the bottom of a mountain. And Patty was sure to tell us that right behind the house is a campground. And to add on to it, while I'm not really in the same county as this town, the town that my address is, is called Newmarket. Just like the horseback rider that Spirit brought up, who had a horse competition in England of the town of Newmarket. This is quite literally everything that was laid out in my reading. But there was something I couldn't put my finger on, which is why this place felt so familiar to me. I just couldn't figure out why. It wasn't until I put up a satellite map of the house and the area and I followed that road that the house sat on all the way to my friend Holly's house. And that's when it hit me. Four years previous to that, when this whole really saga started, remember we'll get back to that one day, I visited Holly and while I was there, I scheduled a photo session with our friend Kayla to get updated headshots done and things for my website. The session happened right after sunrise. Kayla picked me up at Holly's. We didn't have a destination in mind. We just drove up the road. I don't really had concept of like my directions here, right? Like I didn't live here. Um, so we stopped on a random property <laughs> that had the most picturesque background and white fence. And I immediately text Kayla when I just had that aha moment. I sent her a picture of the satellite view and I asked her, is this where my pictures were taken? 
And she replied, yes, and freaked out when I told her that the property that we took those photos on would soon be my new home. So yes, talk about a full circle moment. Even though I signed for the house, leaving Florida still felt like a massive loss in life. I mean, I was in love with the life built there. I was in love with the weather, the beach, the palm trees, the people. Everything about the thought of even moving to Virginia felt scary and unknown. I couldn't even make logical sense of it. Why would I move my kids from attending a prestigious school and away from their friends? Why would I leave this life that we've built? Why would I leave my friends? Why would I leave the weather? What could be gained from Virginia? What does Virginia have that Florida doesn't? How will I get my car to Virginia? How will my kids thrive in public school? Will my kids resent me? I mean, the questions were endless. It really felt like I had a thousand reasons to stay in Florida and only one reason to go to Virginia, which is a house that aligned and was keeping us from, I don't want to say homeless because the other option would have been going to one of my parents' house but without a home. The anxiety for eight weeks of this entire period was crippling. And during that time, I really began to surrender. And the time that I began to surrender was right when this house began to align. My surrender happened when I let go of all of the questions. And I stopped thinking about the what ifs or the whys. And I just trusted the universe. I trusted that my life would ascend. I trusted that if I focused on just getting into the house, the rest of the path would become clear. And I trusted that the universe had my back. I trusted that this was the right move. I trusted that my family would feel that this was the right move too. I trusted in my friend Holly and her take on seeing the house in person since I couldn't. I just trusted. I had let go of every thought of control I had. I had really and truly leaned into the flow. When I was bombarded with questions from friends and family, I still am at this point, with all the how and whys, I simply told them, I'm focused on the present and on the things I can control. I just knew that the rest would fall into place. By doing this, by surrendering, by fully letting go, I felt an energetic reset. I felt carried by the universe as if I was just put in a stroller by someone else who I fully trusted and was being pushed by them and guided by them. I could have put my feet down and stopped that stroller, but instead I decided to ride into the unknown. And within my episode last year with Sheryl Turner, she said, and I quote, the more we learn to flow with change and transformation, the easier life becomes, but also the more meaning that life takes on. Everything in life that happens, that transitions, that moves back and forth, brings with it gifts and opportunities. And well, she was right. The gift of this move in just four weeks have already been overwhelming in in the best way possible. Every time I've met someone, whether it was the cashier at a grocery store or the FedEx driver or even a random man at the container site for trash, they've all told me, welcome to the area. And this just helped me get the vibe of the community. The views of the mountains from this house are epic. The sun rises over the mountains in the backyard, and I can watch it set from my front porch. The abundant amount of deer have been so peaceful and serene. I love watching them move, especially the little family pods. My girls have mentioned numerous times about how the house is better than our Florida home and how they love it here, reaffirming that the fear of resentment was a thought that I was too attached to before I surrendered. And ultimately, the biggest gift I've received in this 
Four weeks of residency in the state for lovers is the gift of re-nourishing my lifelong friendships and being closer to my family. I'm sure the gifts will continue coming and life will continue to ascend as we settle. But surrender is truly a process of letting go. And let me just say that when you think you've surrendered, you likely haven't. When you feel you've surrendered, truly surrendered in the most hands-off way, You will feel it on an energetic level so deeply that I am unsure there are accurate words to describe it. I miss Florida, but I actually haven't missed it as deeply as I had thought I would. I'm too busy staying in the present while surrendering my next steps to the divine. So my friends, when life doesn't make sense or you feel like you don't know what the best option is to make or you're running around in circles and they're just and just aren't sure you're making forward progress, surrender. Surrender by letting go of control, staying in awareness, and trusting that by releasing, you will gain gifts of opportunities that your logical brain isn't even previously thinking up. Next week, I'm resuming life mastery conversations, and we're actually talking about repatterning our brain and how we make decisions. It's amazing. (laughs) I can't wait to share it with you. But if something resonated with you in today's episode, share it with me and also share this episode with a friend. Sharing is how we get this podcast into the cars, homes, and earbuds of many. But not only that, you may never know who may need to hear this message. I'm back on Friday with another episode of Fuel Your Life Friday. But until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.